Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 105 in Edmonton. It's a game night here in Rogers Place in Ice District. The Vancouver Canucks in town. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one in a owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, David Staples from the Call to Hockey, Vancouver Canucks General Manager Jim Benning. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063, and text us at 630-630 on our Oilers Now text line. Will tell you, make sure to go down and see the group at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. You already know cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, so come be a part of a small town atmosphere. Get 0% financing on a 2019 F-150 4x4 with power seat, trailer tow, and the winter performance package. List price, 56449 now available for 45228 Give them a call, 1-877-477-6373, or visit Brent Ridge Ford. That's brentridge.com. All right, uh, yes, we've got a big game tonight. The Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks. We dropped the puck on the start of the regular season. Again, Jim Benning coming up about 135 today. Guests on our show receive certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cook right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. It's warming up, by the way, here in the building. That I can tell you. That's a good thing. Let's see if it gets heated right now. We bring back to the show from the Cult of Hockey. It is David Staples. Hi, David. How are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you? How are you doing, man? Good, hey. good. Hey, Thank thanks, you. thanks for joining us here every couple of weeks on the show. It's, uh, I know we 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 had you on quite a bit during the pursuit of the uh, arena deal, and I, I just I just shake my head to think at how things have worked out here for Edmonton. Those were good times, Bob. Hey, remember how many people thought that the arena would not improve downtown at all? Yes, that it would be a black hole. 
How many times did I hear that? It's going to be a black hole in the middle of Edmonton. Do you think, you know, like, I, I appreciate the texters to our show at 630, 6.30 that admit that they're wrong at times because I've made predictions that have come nowhere close to coming to fruition. I mean, two years ago I had the Oilers in the Stanley Cup final. Lots of people did. <laughs> it did not happen. The last two years have been a significant disappointment. The uh, Oilers Entertainment Group, of which I'm part of, you know, it's it's been an epiphany for some people to have gone through what they've gone through and an yeah. eye-opener. And end result is uh, there's been a concerted effort to, uh, to try to service the fan base better. We've tried to be as open and honest, uh, you know, as, without revealing, you know, like as example, uh, injury details when we're on the plane. Like that's just strictly taboo. We're never going to do that. Stuff that gets reported, we're going to put out with our uh, injury report for James H. Brown and his associates coming up at about uh, one twenty-two today. But let's go. Let's start here, David. For you, as we head into the opening game, what are the one or two most important changes you think that Ken Holland made overall? First of all, the coach, Dave Tippett, and the exciting thing about the coach is um, something that um, Paul Bissonnette and Ryan Whitney were have this Bitten Chicklets podcast, which is a lot of fun. And Beeson had played for um, for Dave Tippett. He brought up uh, some numbers that which which uh, we've been talking about before. Every single team that Dave Tippett has gone to has had a pretty dramatic turnaround in its first year. Yep. So he was in Houston in the AHL. Dow, uh, the Dallas Stars becomes the head coach. Arizona Coyotes becomes the head coach in Los Angeles as an assistant coach. All those teams went from non-playoff teams to playoff teams. Had a dramatic improvement in Dave Tippett's first year as a coach. And so just because something happened in the past, it doesn't mean it's going to happen this year. That's pretty encouraging. That's a, that's a sign of a coach who knows what he's doing. And Bissonnette talked about the structure that uh, Tippett brings into play and how he's good at cutting down on goals again. So the most important thing that Holland did was bring in an excellent coach uh, who's had great turnaround results in other cities. And, you know, the other thing I, I, I love, Bob, is just he... Ken Holland didn't have a lot of money to work with, as we know, all summer. Yeah. But, but he reminds me of what um, uh, Matt Damon did on The Martian. So remember on The Martian, that movie where Damon's stranded on Mars, and, he, and he's, he's going to die. He's got very little resources. So he says, I'm going to science the hell out of this. I have and no... By the way, David, just so, you, just so you know, I have no idea what you're talking I did not see the movie. <laughs> you didn't see The Martian? No, and, you so know, I don't, mi- I don't mind Matt Damon, but I did not see The Martian. So keep going. So what Okay. Are, so he... So he Holland comes in and he's facing a very, very dire situation like Matt Damon on The Martian. And what's his solution? He's going to Daniel Cleary the hell out of the problem with the Edmonton Oilers. And what that means is he brought in all kinds of players, just like in Detroit when he brought in Daniel Cleary, who was 26, all kinds of failings as a, failings in other places, including in Edmonton, couldn't make it. But, but uh, Holland brings in this 26-year-old guy who's hungry as hell, who's willing to do anything to get the job done and is willing to play a role on the third or fourth line to get the job done. And that's exactly what Ken Holland has done at Edmonton. He's Daniel cleared the hell out of this situation. He's brought in, he's brought in uh, Negard, Archibald, Granlund, Haas, uh, Yurcho, as, uh, as we now know to call him, Patrick Russell, who was already here. He's brought in all of these super, Riley Sheehan, all of these super hungry veteran players who are at what should be the peak of their careers, and they're also at the peak of their kind of learning curve of what didn't go right and what they need to do to make it as NHLers, because they've all had failures in the past. So 
if he can get even two of these guys to hit on it, like Daniel Clary did in Detroit, and I don't think that's a terrible bet, um, that could make a significant difference to this team. So those two things. All right, interesting stuff. Well, uh, I, I didn't think we'd get a Martian reference on the show. Maybe maybe Marsha, Marsha, Marsha from the Brady Bunch, but not the Martian with the because that's got to be one of the worst uh, Matt Damon movies of all time, is it not? But it's a it's a fantastic movie. You got to see that movie. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, not, not not just providing us with some perspective on the orders, but also a movie critic. Did you ever do that role, by the way, for the Edmonton Journal back in the day? Uh, the movie critic. I have done it. I did like three or four movies, and they probably heard enough from me on that. On that. Well, it's when it's when you it's when you gave four stars to Plan Nine from Outer Space. That's when they started getting worried. Oh wait, you haven't been there that long, have you? No, well, almost. I think I might have given five stars to Dumb and Dumber, though. So, uh. Well, you know what? I mean, there are classics, right? Uh, <laughs> let's do that. And some might say that's what this segment is right now. Uh, David Staples joining us from the Cult of Hockey, very successful blog here in town. David, uh, let's get to some specifics to tonight's game. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. We, we know at some point in the game they're going to play together five on five. But for now, they are split up. Nugent Hopkins with Dreisaitl. This is something that people have been clamoring for for a long time in this market, isn't it? It is, and I'm not on that particular uh, bandwagon, Bob. I, I'm on the I'm on the three-headed monster bandwagon. I, I, I like all three of those guys at center. And the, the reason is simple: is that when McDavid and Drysaddle are together, I've, it's, there's been defensive issues. I think from word go, and that was highlighted in in la, the second half of last year. And you probably heard this before. McDavid had the worst goals against per sixty, Connor McDavid, of any player in the NHL. And so what I think that happens when they're out there together is they're both, I think, they're both uh, responsible defensive players and both are excellent at advancing the puck out of the order zone. But when they are together, I think there's confusion of who's the center, who's the winger, who's the center, who's the winger. And it happens on the same shift. They're not sure who should cover what. And in that moment of indecision, they were taken advantage of again and again and again last year. So I think what what I would prefer to see, actually, is all three of them at center. I think Leon Dreisaitl is going to be a monster center, monster two-way center. The quicker they move towards that and commit towards that, the better. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if this experiment works, but um, I, I really want to see that three-headed monster. Uh, Mike Smith starting in goal. Are you surprised? Not not in the least. I mean, we all saw the way Koskinen played uh, in the preseason. He looked a little bit shaky. Vancouver also seems to have... They, they all think they're all, they all think they're alive. Peterson shooting on uh, Koskinen because Co- uh, Peterson's had su- success going uh, glove hand on Koskinen. I've, I've noticed against Vancouver, they are all going glove hand, and they all think that they can shoot the lights out. They have tremendous confidence shooting on Koskinen. So just for that reason, I was hoping to see Mike Smith. Smith looked better in preseason, and I think um, Tippett uh, favors Mike Smith because he's uh, he's got some real history with that player. Uh, had tremendous success in Arizona, so not surprised at all. I think it's the right call as well. We're joined right now by David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. Of the European forwards, David, who do you think is going to make the most impact? Or the European players? Let's include Joel Person in this as well on defense. Oh, that is a good question, Bob. I, I, I think that Nigard, um listen, I like all of them, because what the Oilers needed at forward, I think, was speed. They were just so slow, especially in the bottom group of players. So painfully slow. So they've added, uh, so it, of these Europeans, if Pearson's not a burner, but Nygaard is. Uh, Haas shows surprising speed. Uh, 
Yurcho uh, is very, very smooth on the ice. Granlin, we haven't seen enough of Granlin, and I didn't watch him closely enough in Vancouver to say like what it, his level of skating is. But I think Negard, because of that, that really we saw it uh, come alive in the Calgary game. We're starting to play with confidence, know where he's supposed to go. Knowing where you're supposed to go, then you can start to get there with speed and utilize that. And that's what we started to see for the first time in that game. So um, I think that we may have what Tobias Reeder didn't provide last year, we may get from Negard because of that speed, and he does seem to have good hands to make plays, so I'll go with him. What are the uh, biggest criticisms out there right now, do you think, in terms of you know what you guys get, the feedback on your podcast and on the blog and that sort of thing? Biggest criticisms of the Oilers right yes, now? Yes, directed, you know, I mean, is there, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to sense a little bit of confidence here that maybe this team could surprise a bit. Uh, and hey, Jack can be broadcast. We think that we think they. I I think in the off season maybe we thought at some stage 87, 88 points. I'm thinking now, well maybe they can get the 92, 93. Where do you think the fan base is at? What I see, Bob, is a ton of skepticism about this group of wingers. Okay. And, um, that still exists out there. I mean, just look at the the blowback there was. There was there was considerable blowback from people when the Oilers didn't draft, take anyone off the waiver wire yesterday. I mean, yeah. fans were upset about that, and they were they were talking about, you know, Daniel Sprong was going to be the answer, or Josh Hosang was going to be the answer to everybody's problems. I mean, it, I, I, I don't believe that. I don't buy that myself, but that's what people are thinking. And there's, because of what happened last year with Ty Raddy, Julio Yarvi and Yamamoto crashing and burning um, after a strong preseason, people are really... Uh, on edge about that and so, and the other thing of course is goaltending people are up in arms about the Miko Koskinen contract and uh, upset that that happened and I think that's a justifiable critique yes. and they're worried about Mike Smith's age so again like uh, if you're looking at what is the biggest problem on the order side I don't go with the wingers I go for net biggest question mark what's going to happen can Mike Smith you know, have kind of that Johnny Bauer season at the end of his career where he really comes up big and plays well. And that's a that's a reference as old as your uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space reference. There we go. But I... can, can, can he be Johnny Bauer? Can he have that kind of great year as an older uh, player in the NHL? Oh, he's got to work on the poke check, right? Uh, hey, uh, let's leave you with this, or let's uh, leave our listeners with this. There is a story that could become a wonderful one this year. There's a there's a player out there, and I know this personally, David. When I didn't include him as a anytime I didn't mention Ethan Bear in the off season as a potential option for Edmonton, the he has a lot of fans. And look, man, he's uh, he he's got a chance to do something pretty special. Uh, and he committed himself in the off season. It, it could be a great story, couldn't it? It definitely could. I mean, I didn't either, Bob. I mean, and I've watched him closely. I watched the AHL games often on the internet, and uh, have seen him develop over the years. And I had Caleb Jones way ahead of, of Ethan Bear because Bear was injured so much last year. And even towards the end of the year, he had come on in the second half of the year, but he got injured again in the playoffs. And Caleb Jones looked a lot better. But man, that guy—he just. He doesn't look like the same person. Like I don't, I don't see them up close like you do. I like I'm the you know the fan watching on the TV set. You see them all the time, but is his body different? To me, he looks like he's he's much thinner and yes. he's way quicker on the ice. Yeah, he no, looks every bit as strong on puck battles. I mean, I, getting there and winning those puck battles. Uh, he's just, I mean, he's. I, I don't know what happened to the guy. Like, good for him. 
It's a, it's an amazing thing, amazing turnaround story. Well, he has a chance to be, and we we overuse the word hero all the time in sports. But he, for for the indigenous community uh, in Western Canada, he has a chance to be, you know, somebody really special. And he's 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 accomplished a lot already. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm so old. I broadcast his older brother uh, Everett Bears games when he played for the Manitoba Bisons, going back to the mid 2000s, right, doing the U of A. But in fact, he scored at Rexall Place. Uh, that year, that was the year of the lockout, but he scored the only goal for Manitoba against Alberta in the national semifinal game. But I, it's just, I did not think, you know what, he came up two years ago and I was like, all right, look, he's, there's no question he's got offensive instincts. He's a smart player. Uh, we, we all know what uh, uh, Jordan Tutu meant to the... Uh, well, Inuit and this guy has a chance to be a way better player. Oh, and I agree with you on that. So, and, and uh, you know... Um, from people from uh, from the India Pakistan area, I'm not sure exactly where Jujar Kars from. He's a big hero in that community. Absolutely. So every community wants to have their hero. I mean, people from St. Albert go crazy over you know Mark Messier, Jerome McGinley, Rob so, Brown, but Rob Ethan Brown, Bear, yeah, and Rob Brown. So Ethan Bear, though, you know, for the First Nations community, is a is a huge player. And I can't remember. Like I'm trying to think of other players uh, from Western Canada who are First Nations right now in the NHL, and I'm coming up with the blanks. I don't know if there there are a ton. Yes. But, uh, that's fantastic. My daughter's my daughter's my daughter's texting uh, texting me, lecturing me on getting the, uh, the the proper term first nation. So you did you you well no you said in indigenous that's now the approved word by uh, Canadian press. So okay, right. so as long as I got that CP style guy, that's all that matters. Dave. <laughs> hey David, let's do this in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That's David Staples from the Call to Hockey. It's one twenty-one in Edmonton. You can text us at six thirty six. We'll get to some texts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. A new feature coming up. The injury report for James H. Brown and Associates. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 124 at Edmonton. Uh, I know there's a lot of you out there that are poolies and uh, analytics junkies and fantasy pool guys, and everybody does fantasy football, but many of you do uh, rotisserie-style hockey and baseball as well. And uh, a lot of you just have a tremendous amount of passion for the game. We have a new feature. It's called the Injury Report. It's brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Head it up by... Green and gold legend, both at the University of Alberta, where he was a standout cornerback and at the CFL, 
where he was an all-star safety, won a great cup with the Edmonton Eskimos back in 93. That's Trent Brown, who uh, went on to law school. And, you know, I was going to be a lawyer. Uh, it was just the problem with that LSAT and maybe the fact that they only completed about two and a half years' worth of courses at the U of A. But without further ado, let's get to it. It's the injury report for our friends at James H. Brown. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, Sabres D-man Brandon Montour will miss three to four weeks with a hand injury. They've also got Zach Bogosian and goaltender Uko Pekka Lukanen out indefinitely with hip injuries. The Blackhawks placed Connor Murphy and John Quenville on the injured reserve. Third overall pick Kirby Dock, who's been dealing with a concussion through the preseason, was designated as um, non-roster injured reserve. In Pittsburgh, Alex Galchenyuk has not skated with the team since September 25th with an undisclosed injury. Head coach Mike Sullivan is hopeful he was able to practice today. Uh, no word on that as an update, but uh, Islanders D-man Bodie Wild placed on IR with an ankle injury, and here at home, Joel Pearson remains on the injured reserve and is at least a week away, according to Dave Tippett, who added that Pearson is not close to taking contact. Uh, there we go. Let's get to some texts. You can text us at 630-630. Oilers J, Texas show to say, Bob, if the Oilers are hoping for a 12 to 15 point increase this season, isn't who we beat? just as important as how many games we win. A better record against the Pacific Division is imperative to our success. While the Oilers dramatically improved in that category in 2016-17, many said they built a team to win in the Pacific, and then the game went to quicker, faster teams. Bob, regarding uh, Indigenous players in the league, Haji says, what about Brady Keeper, who uh, is from the northern Manitoba Indigenous community, got into games last year with Florida. Bob, regarding Matt Damon, he won a Golden Globe for his performance in the Martian. I did not know that. Bob, you missed uh, Dwight King from Metal Lake, Saskatchewan. I, I didn't miss. I remember Dwight King in the Memorial Cup. He was one tough, tough guy back in the day. Uh, out of Rocky Mountain House, Bob, Ethan Bear is going to light it up in the NHL. He's put the work on. It's paid off. It's his time, and he knows it. Again, you can text us at 630-630. The governor says, Bob, we love the show. But you need to pace yourself. Sometimes it sounds like you're running out of breath to get a uh, line out. Uh, come up for air and regroup once in a while. With love, the governor. Well, th- well thank you for that, governor. <sighs> Bob, the best goalie in the world is Carey Price. Uh, First Nations, his mother is a former chief uh, of her nation. Well, I've been there. Anaheim Lake, B.C. Was there in 1997. And Kerry represented by Edmonton-based agent Jerry Johansson. The Fizzler has texted the show, not the Chisler, the Fizzler. Bob, I would love you to interview one of the countless economists and professors that have written extensively on the poor returns for municipalities investing in arenas. Not that I don't love hearing David Staples. He used the term shill for Gates and his newest hotel, but an objective discussion would be awesome from the Fizzler. Well, Fizzler, thank you. I don't know what you do, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, but you do keep us honest on the show, and uh, nothing like being publicly supported. Uh, But anyhow, look, uh, there was a book called, Dr. Mark Rosentraub wrote a book, it was called Major League Losers, and then he reversed his positioning. When arenas and facilities start getting uh, start started to get built in downtown regions of cities 
So uh, we've actually had Dr. Mark Rosentraub on before, and he was about as harsh a critic as there was. There's a model that works, and I think most people, I'll tell you what, we could get the mayor on right now, Don Iveson, and he'd tell you that the deal worked out for the city quite well. I know Brian Anderson. Brian, hang in there, man. I know Brian Anderson, who is a counselor in the city, will uh, be very proud as he's now retired of the work that happened uh, with the city to make things work. They're going to end up, let's just say the CRL, it's going to end up exceeding everybody's expectations. 121 in Edmonton, or 129, check that, 129 in Edmonton. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, the GM of the Vancouver Canucks, Jim Benning, this is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.